Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Water Cooler, the world's most statistically average sports podcast, brought to you by the Believe Network, the number one network for professionals. Check us out today at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V. My name is Ryan Saba, the most electrifying voice in sports information, and with me as always... It's me, it's me, it's Luke C. What are we talking about today? Quick one today. I say that all the time, but this is going to be quick this week. We're recording late in the week. Uh, Last weekend was Courtney's birthday. You guys were in Cleveland. I was traveling for work this week, so it's late in the week. The good news is, is recording late in the week has allowed us to talk a little bit about some of this player movement that's happening in the NFL as a follow-up to the little game we played last week where we tried to predict who was going to move and who wasn't, and we've seen a lot of that transpire already. So we'll talk about some player movement, and that's it. You ready? Let's go. Before we get into the show, word from Bet Online. Football might be over, but BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for NBA and college hoops action with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. What do you got? I don't have anything today, but we're you riding last high. Week, didn't you? Uh, yeah, we're hitting. I had some. I had some stuff for the uh, for the golf tournament, but it's already uh, oh, it's already locked up. So if if you got a chance, if you got a chance, and they'll still let you bet. I I didn't get to look and see if it was locked up, but um. I didn't see who all got teed off, but uh, I know Brooksy hasn't. That, that was my guy, so uh, I picked him to win, but d- definitely a top 10. Um, another one, well, no, those guys are teed off already. So, yeah, that's my pick for this week. Brooksy for top 10. All right. I believe Sign- it was like plus 375, so all right. Sign money up to today. burn from last week. <laughs> Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V. From basketball, NHL, boxing, and the UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Okay, quarterback carousel and as a little bonus, there's some non-quarterback stuff peppered in here, but a lot's happened this week. And for those of you that haven't been paying attention, let's just kind of go through and provide a little bit of insight. So Aaron Rodgers, after the last, I don't know, two years of unrest and controversy and upset about the Jordan Love draft pick and just everything got a new contract from Green Bay this week. I don't think the actual numbers have been revealed yet. It is reported, and I've heard this claim refuted by his camp, which is a little weird, but we can only go by what's been reported. Four years, $200 million, which would be $50 million per year. And I also saw that there's like 150 plus million dollar signing bonus built into there all of these numbers would be you know the biggest in nfl history just your thoughts on the aaron Rodgers deal the situation in green bay i guess at this point the controversy and unrest coming to an end and maybe the beef with Goodenkoost and some of the guys in the front office being a little bit overblown yeah, I don't know that it was overblown. I think that that stuff had gotten fixed, but you know, maybe it was because everything with Rodgers seems to be a little overblown. You know, he loves the attention. 
the news broke that uh you know he he had agreed and was coming back and you know he leaked the news to his friend over at uh, the podcast McAfee and um you know some other news happened later that day not very much longer after and little guy was upset that he wasn't getting the headlines anymore he's like well, I haven't signed anything yet those aren't the numbers like just had to put himself back out there so but you know in this league you have a quarterback or you don't and that's it you know we saw it last year we you know the Bengals do not have the best roster in the AFC they they made it they made it to the Super Bowl because they have one of those guys you either have one or you don't so I, I I don't I don't think it's a bad deal I don't think he plays four more years who knows he could he'll be 39 in December but they they were able to keep Adams on the tag and and who knows well, like you said we haven't seen the official numbers we don't know what it's going to look like on the cap so maybe they'll be able to keep some other guys maybe sign some guys maybe they'll have to make some trades but if it's going to cost him, it's going to cost him down the line when he's already retired. And that's exactly what you should do when you have one of these guys at the end of their deals. You know, the, we, we saw the Saints do it two years. It's taken them to repair it. They're starting to get back to where they needed to be. The Steelers kind of did it. They didn't mortgage a whole lot in the future. He, he actually helped them out a little bit. But, um, you know, so it's not going to it's not going to affect the team while he's on it. But this is what you should do. You should keep your quarterbacks and, you know, and pay for it down the line. Yeah, I think the Packers have done enough to continue to go 12-4 and four and lose in the first round of the playoffs every year. Like, th- who they've been the last decade or, you know, maybe half a decade is who they're going to be for the next couple years. I don't know. You know, when your quarterbacks, obviously with that large of a signing bonus, it doesn't eat as much into the, into the cap, I guess. I'm not – a capologist or I think or, the 153 million number was that was a guarantee. I don't think that was a bonus. That was okay. A, that was a guaranteed number. But we like again, we don't know because they haven't yeah. come out yet, like officially. So let's say that it does eat 50 into the cap, or hell, let's just say it eats 40 into the cap. You figure if they're tagging Devontae Adams, he's gonna get the average of the top five wide receivers in the NFL. So we'll call it 20. So there's somewhere between 60 and 70 million between two players, which is 40% of the cap roughly. You just can't win that way. You just can't. I mean, I don't I don't I don't care. You know, it's they're two really great players. They're top 2, 3, 4 guys at their position. You're not going to win with two players on your team in in a, in a sport with teams of that size getting 40% of the cap. And if it happens now, it'll be the first time that it's ever happened. So I'm happy that Aaron Rodgers is getting his money. I'm happy that I think he's happy because now maybe he can just kind of chill and, and and focus on football. I mean, I do enjoy him going on McAfee week in and week out and kind of, you know, bitching and complaining about everything that's going on in the league and with the media and how he's perceived and, and all those things. I mean, it's, it's entertaining, but I don't know if he's able to do that anymore. When you're the highest paid quarterback in the league, are you able to complain about being underappreciated and undervalued when you're the highest paid player in NFL history? Are you able to complain about being underappreciated and undervalued? So it, it sort of takes away his, his spiel and his stick, a, stick a little bit, but happy for him, happy. He got his money. But I think for the rest of us from a, from a pure entertainment value standpoint, week in and week out, uh, it takes a little away from that. Yeah, sure. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe you can't win with that, but like, 
you're going to have a shot. Once you get in a tournament, you're going to have a shot. You know what you can't, you know what else you, you definitely can't win with and you don't have a shot is not having Devontae Adams for, for Jordan Love to throw to. So like that, I mean, that's like a zero. At least, at least with this, you have a chance. You have, a, you're, you're going to win the division. You're going to have a shot at the bye. Whole entire conference is incredibly weak at quarterback now. Yeah, it is. That, that, so. That's a really good point, right? With <clears throat> with Brady retiring, Russell Wilson. Obviously, we'll talk about him in a minute. I mean, who's in the NFC? You got Rodgers. That's it. I mean, the Rams. But again, I, I don't think Stafford's not in that class. You're not going to convince me otherwise. Kyler. Uh, nope. I mean, he's good, but he's not. He's not one of those that's like a transcendent game changer. Jalen Hurts. We can move on to the next one. All right, let's talk Russ Wilson. So as you indicated or sort of foreshadowed there a little bit, the news broke on Aaron Rodgers. I was in Boston for work, and we were at a customer, and my phone starts blowing up about the Rodgers deal. And we left that customer, took that took the customer out to uh, lunch, a little, a little bit of a late lunch. I think we started at about 1 o'clock. Uh, at this little Italian restaurant, great food, by the way, but, uh, we're sitting there and I'm, I am facing the bar and Matt, Matt Barry, ESPN's Matt Barry's on the screen and they, you know, the breaking news comes up on ESPN. And I had just on the way over there talked about how Aaron Rodgers had gotten that, you know, four year, $200 million contract. And I see Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos. Now, last week we had our does he stay or does he go segment and Russ was one that I had indicated I thought he would stay because I thought he would be the one that the Seattle franchise picked versus Pete Carroll you had this one pegged I guess the move to the Broncos the Broncos versus Seattle what does this do you know he's probably he's at least the second or the third best quarterback in his division now H how good of a move was this for Russ? and just overall what are your thoughts on this move yeah i saw a lot of that going around this was a lot of assets to pay to be the third best team in the in the division and it's like yeah but what you're leaving out is it's now the best division in football <laughs> those are two of the top three quarter two of the top five or six quarterbacks you know you add rush to it for the past, I would say, year and a half, he was a little down. I mean, he came out on fire last year, broke the finger. And I don't think him being bad in the second half of last year and the second half of the previous season was all injury. He's just not running around. He doesn't look like the same guy. Now, I, I don't know if that was him just deciding, you know what, I'm just going to try and throw and, and show him that I can throw and we need to be throwing the ball more. Or if it was him thinking... I need to try and stay as healthy as possible, and I'm going to force my way out of here eventually, which he did. You know, I, I don't know. Only he knows that. So it'll be interesting to see what he looks like in this offense. I think that this is it's one of those quarterback-friendly offenses, you know, from LaFleur and Shanahan and down the line that makes quarterbacks look really good, especially ones that uh, that are already really good, and I think that he is really good. Now, is he, is he part of that top five-ish group? I, I don't know. I would lean towards no at this point, but I still think that he is a guy that incredible experience. You know, he's a leader. He's super fucking boring. I hate listening to him talk and give interviews, but you know that you have a leader now and you know that you have a talented guy at quarterback and now you have a quarterback. Now you have a shot. Now, look, you might be the third best team. You might end up being a wild card team, but if you get into the tournament, you have a shot. 
you, if you're rolling Drew Locke out there, you don't have a shot. That I mean, you're hoping to win nine games, and at that point, you're you're not even. I mean, you're hurting yourself more because you're taking yourself out of draft position to draft a guy that can be the guy. Do you want to talk compensation? What What, what do you think about the compensation? So let's yeah, look at this. Was, it that was, was going to be my sort of talking point. I mean, okay. Just to recap, uh, let me give the compensation, yeah. and you you take a shot at it. They have two firsts and two seconds, so that's number nine. Their next two years of their draft. Of the first two rounds, yes, yes number nine. Which is and, basically... well, no, actually, they, they have another second rounder this year. Okay, and and a fifth round pick this year as well. They got a fourth. They got a fourth back and with and Wilson, and they players. also sent yeah Shelby Wilson or I'm sorry Shelby Harris, Noah Fant, and um, I can't remember. I can't remember who it was. It was well, Shelby. It, it wasn't Cortland Sutton. No, no, they they kept all the wide receivers. Right. And they had they actually had to cut one, but um. But yeah, I, I mean, I think the offense is, is pretty loaded. But but go ahead, yeah, let's talk about the compensation, right? the, that piece. Look, I, I think it's fine. When you talk about these deals that have been speculated about, particularly Russ Wilson and, and Deshaun Watson, you've heard four first-round picks, five picks total, firsts and seconds over an extended period of time, so... For the Broncos, they give up a first and a second this year and basically a first and a second next year. And I mean, Noah Fant's a good player, but he's... Inconsequential in the trade. He's also the name, right, of, of the players that were included. Oh, Drew Locke, the quarterback. was. Oh, the yeah, we forgot about Locke. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. I mean, I think it sort of confirms that Seattle's going to take a quarterback at nine. Mm-hmm. So anybody who had any visions of grandeur of, you know, potential, my guess is it's probably Malik Willis. Um, anybody who had any visions of grandeur of Malik Willis slipping, this is me. I'm talking to myself to 13 or for the Pittsburgh fans that wanted him to slide to 20. I don't, I don't think that's happening. Pittsburgh, you're getting uh, baby hands. Kenny Pickett at 20, if that's who you want. Neither of them are going to be there. So, Look, I, I I actually I've heard a lot of people sort of talk about that the package was a little bit too large. To be honest with you, I think Seattle kind of to only get two ones and two twos. That to me feels like they Seattle was just ready to move on. They felt like that relationship was unreconcilable. I think Pete Carroll is. I mean, they just said six days ago they weren't trading him. Yeah. While they were fielding offers, so Pete Pete Carroll said that. Yeah, well, maybe Pete Carroll didn't have a, maybe the front office trade. Shit, I don't know. Maybe uh, the like front that. office is, is starting the rebuild early, and they're and they're gonna they're gonna let Pete Carroll <laughs> sink with the fucking ship, and then this is this is the beginning of an overall rebuild. Oh, not to mention they also cut Bobby Wagner too. So really, any connection of the glory years of russell wilson that defense the legion of boom all that it's gone now which Um, let's be honest i mean they played the super bowl last in 2014 that's seven years ago sure i mean unless you're tom brady who's the only person that can go that long between super bowls i mean yeah on the same team on the same team I I, i think russ has a chance with denver but i think for a package like that denver had to make the deal they got him relatively cheap when you think like if when Deshaun Watson or if I should, maybe I should say if I guess I'm expecting him to be cleared of 
the majority of what's happening with him. You think they're going to give him away for two firsts, two seconds, a tight end, a defensive end, and a backup quarterback? I mean, of course not, but, you know, it's different circumstances. He's a lot younger. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's a bigger fucking liability. That's the circumstances, and they're going to get a bigger payday for him. That's my point. Like, well, I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure he is a bigger liability. Like, if you're assuming, if you're under the assumption that he's he's going, keep like, him I don't out think of the fucking massage parlors. I don't think he's going to be cleared of anything. I think that I think that these cases will go away, um, but I, I don't think that he'll be cleared of anything. But yeah, you know, younger, more more control over his contract, um, longer time until you have to extend him. Like Russ is probably going to get an extension next off season. I'd assume. Um, How old is he? Thirty six. He's 33. He'll be 34 in November. God, why does he seem so much older than me? Because he just doesn't. He's, because the way he talks and dresses, <laughs> the way he looks. Oh, Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Oh, God. Um, I look at it this way. If my favorite team, which I think needs an upgrade at quarterback, made that trade for that quarterback, I'd be fucking thrilled. So, like, I don't think that they overpaid in, in any stretch of the imagination, no. in, in, imagination. But, like, a lot of those takes going around, oh, that's a lot to give up for the third best. Team. Well, okay, what are you going to do? Just like you have a talented roster, you just locked up all those wide receivers, mainly because I think they knew that they were going to go after Rodgers or Wilson. They were going to end up getting one of the two. I think they, I think they they felt good about that. But yeah, take what it, do whatever it takes to get those guys to get that guy and bring him in here. If you, if you win, it's all worth it. It's all worth it. You know, we we just saw like two firsts for Stafford or whatever. I mean. We talked about it before. They actually paid one first to, to, to give up the contract on golf. Say, hey, take this off our hands as well. But um, they don't care. They don't give a shit how much they did. They would have they'd thrown another one in because they won the Super Bowl. It, it worked out for them. Yeah, and you get them for four or five years of peak or near peak play, right? Yep. So I, I think it makes sense. It, it opens their window in a way that it just wasn't open with Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, or – you know, whoever else, one hundred percent, a rookie yeah. quarterback, whatever. It just it wasn't going to happen. All right, next guy, the next, the next domino to fall, the third team to ride the Carson Wentz train. He was traded to <laughs> the Washington Commanders. What was the compensation there? Two thirds with next year's third, moving up to a second with playing time. I saw a graphic from first take or no first things first the fs1 show with uh, nick wright chris broussard and those guys and nick wright showed the compensation based on the jimmy johnson trade chart the the trade chart and the eagles line was the whole chart the colts line was half of the chart and the commander's line was half of the Colts line. So when you think about this whole Carson Wentz. He's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> well, and fucking shout out to Sashi, I think, who was the GM at the time for making that trade with the Eagles because you got the most value for Carson Wentz than anybody ever or since then has. And uh, so shout out to, to Sashi Brown for not moving on Carson Wentz. And I believe there was a direct quote from uh, still still uh, still hanging around Paul DePodesta who said, we don't believe he's a top 20 quarterback. And he got absolutely skewered after that, after Carson, well, during Carson Wentz's second year in Philly when he was you know, looking like an MVP. MVP run. 
Yeah, I mean, it was more than that. But, yeah, the, when he was looking like the MVP through about 14 weeks and then he got hurt and, it, you know, Nick Foles goes on and wins the Super Bowl. But he Yo, gets absolutely on. skewered. Your guy, Ryan Rossillo, had the best quote on this. It was either last year or maybe the year before. He's like, has there ever been a guy in history who's gotten free drinks for fewer games? Like <laughs> this, like Carson Wentz is getting fucking free drinks for like a nine-game run like six five years ago at this point and uh it's just it was funny that Rosillo put it in that context the way that only he can but he was so right a shorter a shorter time that long ago free drinks to this day so so I guess the question is this you got to kind of look at this trade from two sides first of all what the fuck are the Colts doing you know like Darius Leonard came out and spoke against them this will be their fifth quarterback in six years or whatever. Who's going to play quarterback for them next year? What What's the plan there? And Washington had to do this, right? They called all the teams. There was the report last week that they'd called all 31 other teams, inquired about their quarterbacks. So obviously Washington determined that this was the best trade to be made. So What's Indianapolis doing? And do you believe that this was the best possible move that Washington could have made? Well, Indy, I, I mean, you made the right move if you're Indy. GMs get stuck thinking they're right. Like, yes, he made a mistake by trading for Carson Wentz. He well, traded was, a first-round pick. It was a pick. Frank Reich thing. I, there was a report today I saw, or maybe yes, it was yesterday. It yeah, was yesterday, but I saw it today that Frank Reich went into Jim Irsay's office and apologized. Yeah, because he had vouched for him, and I believe the quote at the end of the season just a few months ago was, I stuck my neck out for him, and um, yeah, you know, it is, but you know what, Ballard Ballard is, is part of that decision-making process, and they made a mistake by sending a first-round pick for Carson Wentz. You know it's a mistake, they, like I read an article in The Athletic today that they knew long before they lost those last two games to the Raiders and, uh, and in Jacksonville to miss the playoffs. They went from a 97% chance to make the playoffs to missing the playoffs in those last two weeks. They knew long before that that he wasn't coming back. They were trading him or they were cutting him. So, like, yes, the mistake is bigger than making up for the mistake, but at least he made up for the mistake, got got the guy out of there. You know, there are still several, you know, there's still three or four guys that we talked about last week in there, this or, or our stay or go game that are quasi-available, I guess. Um, you know, there's still some free agent quarterbacks out there, and then you still have the draft. Now, look, I don't know if any of those are your long-term answer, but uh, you knew that Carson Wentz wasn't, so keep firing away. I think the exact quote from Chris Ballard was, it's a position you have to just keep firing. Um, so I, I admire it. It's not like it's a guy that was a first-year guy or anything like that, that they're just like, oh, no, we're throwing in the towel. This is a guy that we know is just not the answer. Just move on. That's it. So, you know, I like that. Now, from the commander side of things, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's still out there. That, that's a better option, right? I'll talk about him in a minute. So I, 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 I just don't think that this was, you know, it would have cost you more than probably than two-thirds. Maybe you'd have to throw in a second. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like uh, for a guy coming off sh shoulder surgery. So I, I just, I don't know. I think that they were just, they were making a move at quarterback no matter what it was. Um, I think they tried to get in on Ross, and they were just, it wasn't happening. Um, the story came out that, they made an offer that included, I think, three first-round picks and a couple seconds, and they told him no, and it just stopped there. But you know, they weren't going to send him in conference. I think that's bullshit. I think Russ was like, "Nah, nah, I ain't going there." So yeah, I, I mean, good luck. <laughs> I think this right might be Rivera's last uh, 
last chance at glory here, and and now he's tethered to to Carson Wentz for that. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with all of it. Look, I think it was a, I think it was the move to be made for Washington, and that's why they did it. I think Carson, or excuse me, I think Chris Ballard and Frank Reich are very secure in their jobs, or I guess as secure as you can be. I don't think you move off of a guy. I mean, look, Carson Wentz isn't winning you a Super Bowl. I just, I don't think if the next season was a make or break year for for you as a as a GM or a coach, I don't, I don't think you make that move. So there's security there. I think it was a good move for both sides. I'll be watching. I mean, Washington needed to make a move. They couldn't go into another season with. Taylor Heineke. I've seen some folks try to make a argument that Wentz isn't that big of an upgrade over Taylor Heineke. I I disagree. I mean, the talent is there. It's it's not the physical tools. It's the it's the decision making that often is what's lacking. So, I think they made the right move. I, I just I don't know what other moves were out there to be made. You know, you talked about Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. I think there's something else that's brewing with Garoppolo. So. Let's get into it. Care to speak on that? Yeah. I mean, last week we kind of talked about who's going. I think we both know that Jimmy Garoppolo is going somewhere. And I had talked about last week that I that I just had a feeling with Derek Carr that he was moving. It has a Stafford feel. And I'm going to tell you why. Who's the head coach of the, of the Las Vegas Raiders? Josh McDee. Who knows Josh McDaniel's offense better than any quarterback that's available in the NFL right now? <laughs> I mean, you know, it depends. I mean, we've seen several different iterations of Josh McDaniel's I th- offense. I think I think they're going to trade Derek Carr and they're going to bring in Garoppolo to be the quarterback. I think that's a pretty 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 hefty down downgrade. I but Josh McDaniel's. Shit. But Josh McDaniels, oh no, you I'm I'm just saying and, in general. We're talking about the guy that drafted Tim Tebow fifteenth for fuck's sake. Just gonna say McDaniels thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. So I, I mean I could see it, but man, that'd be stupid. But you know, if he looks if he looks at his division, which now has Russell Wilson, uh Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes and thinks yes. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go at it with Jimmy Garoppolo coming off shoulder surgery. It doesn't matter if you got fucking Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo. They don't have the offensive weapons. They're def- the, the team's just in need of a total rebuild. They went through a lot of stuff last year. There's some cultural challenges there. I think he just figures, you know what? I, the market's going to be there for Derek Carr. He's the only big quarterback chip. Deshaun Watson, obviously, but Carr and Watson are the two big chips left to left to go. And, and there's a supply and demand thing happening here, and the, the supply is just not there. You've seen Rodgers fall. You've seen Wentz fall. You've seen Wilson fall. Supply is getting smaller, which drives up the price. I think if you're going to trade Derek Carr ever, now is the time. And from a overall cost standpoint, you move Derek Carr, maybe you get two ones, whatever. I don't know what the package is. Then you turn around and you go get Jimmy Garoppolo for two threes, a second and a third, whatever. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you say two ones? No one no one's given that for Carr. Okay. Okay. You you swayed me that he might be traded, but he, he didn't get in two ones. Okay. Okay. We move on now. He might not get traded, so it's not gonna matter, but let's no, just No, I, I, I you've swayed me enough to think that, that he could get traded. Um 
I, I just I think that's a massive, massive mistake. Um, if if you're if you're planning to replace him with Garoppolo, then yeah, Would, I think that's horrible. As a, as a person who believes that his team needs a, an upgraded quarterback. Would you be upset if the Browns acquired Derek Carr for two first-round draft picks and extended him? Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be too happy with that. That one would that one would kind of bug me. What would be a price that you would be happy with? A two twos, uh, maybe a one next year, maybe maybe next next year. Not I, I need. I'm keeping. I'm not giving up thirteen for, for Derek Carr. Okay, I think it's probably. Like, I just I just don't know how good he is long term and that's another problem with with a trading for you know we're talking about we're talking about car so i'll stay on car but he's 30 or 31 <clears throat> maybe yeah so i i know i just he's got six or seven years left you, you yourself just said it doesn't matter if you have car or garoppolo you're not beating those guys so like in that I, division well yeah maybe in, in in a one game scenario maybe but are you gonna beat you're gonna to have to beat three of those guys probably if you're if you're gonna be the Browns in the playoffs or or any other team. You're gonna to have to beat three of those those guys, those three, and then also, you know, the other alien up at uh, uh, Buffalo. Yeah. So Here's I mean, you're gonna have to beat three of those four to, to get to a Super Bowl. I'm happy with my quarterback. So each one of these dominoes that falls in in my guy, Mister Mister Dangerous Number Six Baker Mayfield, he's still he's still there. I'm happy. It makes me happy. So well, that's good. Um, All right. The last one, Khalil Mack, non-quarterback, but he was traded today for a, a, a second and a sixth from Chicago to the LA Chargers. You sent me a text message. I was heavily involved in work stuff, so I didn't really get a chance to dig into it. You were obviously dialed in. Tell me a little bit about that move. Obviously, you were disappointed. Just your thoughts there. Um, I I, I wasn't disappointed. I, I just felt that that was just not a lot of compensation for for a guy that they traded several first round picks for. Three. Uh, yeah, not that long ago. Um. Yeah, I don't know. They they need to rebuild anyway. So maybe they felt that the draft compensation was a better was, that was a better like way five to go, years but. ago i think was it really that long ago it was either four or five wow it's, but it's um, whenever gruden first got there oh that's a good point i think it makes I, I think it makes the charters more interesting we know that they've got a uh, a good defensive head coach and he's familiar with khalil mack from his time in chicago so uh he's gonna know how to use him and you know he's still got joey bosa over there on the other side so i, I like what they did i you know, from the Bears, I just I just felt they could get more. But yeah, you know, he needs he needs to win. The Chargers saw that they they had um, you know, another another killer another killer quarterback in their division, so they went out and got some uh, something to combat that with. And um, he needs to no. win. That's what that tells me, Brandon Staley. Look, well documented on the show. Him and I grew up near each other. I, I hate to speak ill of him, but. He's got a fucking prize blue chip pony, and they didn't even make the playoffs last year. So if they don't make the playoffs this year, it's going to be fucking sayonara. And that's just that's the name of the game. You know it. I know it. You can't have a quarterback, a top five quarterback, and not make the playoffs two years in a row. It's just not acceptable. That's a good point. <laughs> so 
Yeah, I mean, look, that's that's my take on it. It shows that that team, the the GM, uh, the coach, they're going all in. They're they'd rather, uh, you know, they what they extended Mike Williams for a couple years. Oh, that's such a disgusting deal. Four years. What was it? Thirty million. Three years, sixty million. Three years, sixty million. What did I? What did I? So they gave him twenty million a year. Yeah, I, I'm I'm out on the free agent wide receiver market. It's it's gross. I mean. In my dynasty down. league this this week, I acquired Derek Carr for a second round pick to replace a retired Tom Brady, and so I you tra- wouldn't even trade a first round pick for him. And I, tra- <laughs> well, that's not what the market was calling for in my league. And I and I acquired Terry McLaurin for Mike Williams in a in a twenty twenty four fourth or twenty twenty four first round draft pick. So I I and I saved big money on that so we might be going back to back in the dynasty league this year hey, you know the eagles have uh, a bunch of first round picks this year maybe they'll give up to they need they need a quarterback upgrade so maybe they'll give two first for well that's what i keep seeing i mean i could very easily see them put the package together their three first round pick deshaun watson will be the move for them and yeah i don't think that's happened there's there's a lot of a lot of strong carolina vibes going on with deshaun watson it. I hear that. Okay. One last thing here. I got a shout out to Garrett Wilson. Um, I am all in. And this is this is obviously post combine, but I'm all in on Garrett Wilson. I, I learned a fact today that, by the way, underlying sub shout out to Ryan Day, who might be my favorite coach to watch talk on a talk show. I saw him on Colin Cowherd uh, yesterday. That dude is so good when he's on talk shows, the way he talks up his players, the whole nine yards. I was really, really impressed with Ryan Day. So so a little sub, sub tweet, sub shout out to Ryan Day. Coach Day, we love you over here at the water cooler. But shout out to Garrett Wilson. Do you know where Garrett Wilson went to high school? Lake Travis. Are you gotta, just figuring this out? I'm just figuring this out. I got to have him. I got to have him for my guy. Got to have him for my guy. Big Show Season 5, the Lake Travis boys wrecking the fucking league. That's it. Just a shout out to Garrett. He's the num- he's number one on my big board at 13. They better make the most of this one season together. All right, that's it. For all you pop culture lovers and nerds out there, Zero Dark Nerdy, that's another podcast that we're affiliated on the Believe Network. Follow them on social media, Facebook at Zero Dark Nerdy, Instagram at ZDN underscore podcast. Don't forget about us at WC Sports Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like, follow, subscribe. We are available on all your favorite streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anywhere that you can find podcasts, you can find us. You can also find us on the Believe Network, the number one network for professionals. Check us out today at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-B. And as always, we are presented by the one and only BetOnline.ag. With that, we love you and enjoy your lives. Shout out them Lake Travis, boy. Somebody suck me.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.